Hello and welcome to the Healed Approach podcast. I am your host, Rebecca Heald, workplace wellbeing and leadership consultant. The aim of this podcast is to bring the human back into leadership. It's about how success depends on healing, connection and better relationships because these are really key to well-being. You will find an open, honest and vulnerable approach that will inspire and motivate you on your business journey because fundamentally, well-being and leadership all come down to human connection. This is the real key to happier humans and better business outcomes. I really hope that you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Healed Approach podcast and I'm delighted that we're actually doing this in person today. So welcome Paula. This is Paula Short. Hi. And my only my second podcast face to face. So, you know, I'm really, really pleased about this because Paula's amazing. You know, we've only just met actually this week. She's been on my radar for a while um, because I've heard how amazing she is. Um, but we've only just met this week and it's been amazing. So we've been chatting already behind the scenes. But let me introduce Paula first before we get into it. So Paula is a Dragon Den survivor. She's She's Beauty Boulevard, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Which is her business. Won Amazon Micro Business of the Year in 2017. She's the runner-up in the great in the British Entrepreneur Awards in 2018. And she's Virgin Media Pioneers 2016 Pioneers of the Week winner. Mm-hmm. And she's also had is, an audience with Sir Richard Branson. Yeah, yeah. With, with that win, we got an audience with Sir Richard Branson. Amazing, That's amazing. Really she's making me and my little social media award feel very <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't the, the uh... no, I know, I know, I know. It's amazing. It's inspirational. That's one thing I'll say. Um, and Paula and her business partner Rachel created the cosmetics company Beauty Boulevard. Initially, only as a marketing exercise for her hair and beauty salon, which is here in Lincoln, Bennett's Hair and Beauty, to drive sales and increase footfall. But the business boomed and it quickly grew into an international brand and she turned our initial invest, investment of £3,500 into a business turnover of £700,000 in just four years. And she has successfully, or Beauty Boulevard, has successfully supplied major airlines like Jet2 and Virgin Atlantic and it's exported to countries like Dubai, USA and Australia. So, and I've got her in the room with me here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. That's an amazing intro and I can't wait to get into this. So tell me what it is like. What is the buzz around building a business? Oh, if you could bottle the buzz, if you could bottle that initial, you know, drive to build a business, I think you make it a lot more money than the business itself. Um, my business partner and I, Rachel, we've worked together, gosh, 11 years now, I'd say. And um, we, as you just introduced, thank you, by the way, that was a lovely introduction. It's very, very nice. Well deserved. <laughs> um, yeah, I was flushing a little bit there. Um, once once we, we, we have our hair and beauty salon and we created a small prod, uh, product called Glitterless and we created it just to drive footfall to our salon. And we thought if we had a product that nobody else had and um, people would come to our salon to get the product, then once they're there, we say, oh, we've got an offer on today on eyebrows or lashes. or So it was just a, a machine, like a vehicle for us to get more footfall. And yes, it it kind of gained its own momentum. Yes, we, we drove it. We did drive it. It didn't do it all on its own. We worked extremely hard. And as I was just saying before the 
the video goes on, um, I was saying we'd have gone to the opening of Bag of Crisps if we thought we got any <laughs> sort of PR or any sort of recognition or anything for the brand out of it. We were everywhere. We went all over the country. Imagine um, getting those crisps stuck to you. And uh, but yeah, it was the buzz of like building from zero to something. As long and as we I keep digressing, but as we were saying before the video went on, when you have passion in what it is you do and when you have passion for the thing that you're involved in, it just it's unstoppable. There's not nine to five there's no hours to the day there's no there's no lunch breaks there's no you just keep going and going because you love it you i i understood it i understood what people meant about passion within your business and under you know driving yourself i understood it when i found it and it, it was it was a machine i couldn't stop in the end it was fabulous and the buzz yeah the buzz is what kept us going and going and going I think that's amazing because I think I completely agree with you. I think you do get a buzz, especially when it's your own. I love, I mean, there's a couple of questions there that really kind of have come out for me. And I think the number one is that business model, mm-hmm. that business model around the glitter bits to get people through. I mean, it, it, genius. It's, <laughs> Who came up with that? It, it was, it was um, I mean, all businesses do it. All businesses, yeah. like Greg's will bring out your vegan sausage roll. Fantastic. Whoever dreamt that up, brilliant. And um, McDonald's will do a change of, of, menu i think as a business you have to keep evolving or else you don't you don't grow you don't and you don't necessarily have to grow financially year on year on year because then you're pitting yourself against yourself what i mean is you have to grow in your passion and as long as you still believe in what it is you're doing and stay relevant you have a business you have an ongoing business but you know we've always done it we've brought in products or new colors or new hair extensions in our hair and beauty salon you know, with trends. But some trends are obvious that they're going to last four minutes. Yeah. And some trends, you know, this is genius. Um, and yeah, you just have to ride the storm. And when it's good, it's good. And, and you, you know, jump on the bandwagon. Yeah, it's the same in kind of in the workplace as well. You know, there are constant things that are changing and, you know, new ideas that are coming out. And, and I think this is the one thing that I think has always kind of given me the buzz for my business is that I'm always... You, I'm always on the cutting edge of stuff is what I'm, I guess I'm trying to say. Like I'm always looking for new and innovative ways to do things. But that can be sometimes quite difficult in a stale kind of, you know, leadership and management. You know, it's kind of almost got this staleness to it, you know, and I'm trying to bring it a bit more. I'm trying to make it a bit more funky, a bit more modern, a bit more, you know, let's be ourselves. Let's let's be vulnerable and open and honest and let's communicate in the workplace. And I think in the beauty industry, you're a little bit more forward thinking, I think, mm. about that. Um and you know it's about infusing that I think into I think you the sec- sector you're talking about is very complex yeah. because it's all human nature and human nature by its thing is is complex humans are complex people and then you put complex people in an environment where it's pressurized it's very very tricky to yeah. get the nice balance with hair and beauty we're very very lucky because People come in to feel, we can help them feel better, look better. Um, but there's a lot of therapy behind hair and beauty. Yes. There's a, a lot of, so, I mean, I see it on social media that your hair or beauty um, therapist is actually your therapist because the stories we get told, and we can be involved in people's lives from dating, getting married, having a baby, um, 
all the bits, the baby go to school, the baby go to high school, all these bits, we can be involved so in depth in someone's life that we take, we don't take it for granted, but we take it day by day, how much involvement we have. You know, do you know something, something just kind of clicks and I, I, I guess, you know, it's something I have picked up on before as well, but I think it's creating community isn't it mm. at the end of the day you in your in your salon I mean I yeah definitely the lady that you know hairdresser lady that does my nails they know my life story um and it's like but but that is what connects people that's what makes people want to keep coming back that's what makes people feel safe and secure and for me that's what I'm trying to get into businesses I'm trying to get leaders managers people to know each other better to know each other on that personal level to the, the, the you know don't get me wrong and I want to go into this actually that there needs to be boundaries but I think you need to know people there needs to be you need almost need to feel like you you work people are a part of your family mm -hmm. and then that's when you're going to get the most out of people that's when you're going to you know that's when people are going to be productive that's when and this is why people come back to you isn't it I think we do actually say we're a family in there that's our house and yes. you know we say who who's in here um I won't put up with any I won't tolerate any um bad manners towards my staff or towards the girls in there because they don't deserve it no. they work really really hard and I think just being you and having the morals that you have within your business is so easy to maintain pretending that you're somebody else within business must be exhausting this is exactly it, it. and this is what I see all of the time we are in business People have always always feel like they've got to put on a show. Mm. They've got to put on their they're the self at home and then they go into work and there's somebody else. Mm. And this is what is exhausted. This is what leads mm. to burnout. That mask that people I mean, you know, when you I've can't coached maintain it. When I've coached well, you you can, but it's a detriment. But yeah. what, what will happen, like so the leaders that I've coached, you know, they it's having an impact on their personal lives, mm -hmm. you know, and it's having an impact on how they lead as well, because that pressure is there, whether you agree, whether you, you like it or not. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think and, and when I was talking about boundaries, I mean, I think that's you know amazing how you've got the boundaries around how people treat because this is the other thing as well. Within a business, your culture is only as good as the worst worst behaviour you'll tolerate. Mm -hmm. So if you're I I don't. No. We spend longer in our work job than we do yeah. at home. Yeah. Because um, when you go home, you go to sleep and you eat yeah. and, you know, wash and hoover and whatever. Um, but at work, you're there amongst your team and it has to be the right team. Yeah. It has it to does. be the right team. It and it, if you have the right team, you'll do anything to protect them, like your family. You just, you just won't tolerate it. And I don't, we don't need everybody to come into our business. We don't have to take everybody into our business. If your gut tells you that this relationship you're about to go into in business is not a good one, is it worth it? Listen to your gut. Is it worth it? It's, you know, you, you might quote, and it might be a great quote, and but you know you'll get drained for every single penny of that quote. Is it worth it? When you could actually have very good, long-term, you know, beneficial... Um, relationships that we just go on and on and on they're far easier to maintain and I think something I wanted to go back to if that's okay because you mentioned about this buzz and this passion for business which totally I'm on your page with that but I think and, and one thing that you said about how hours you know become blurred mm. yeah and there's no nine to five and that, that is true in business but then nine to five I mean what an archaic concept I know. anyway I know um you know 
but what I, what I do, what I have found anyway, is that you, you still need to have your boundaries, don't you? Mm. Because I definitely, in the early days of my business, if I didn't burn out, I was definitely very close to burning mm-hmm. out. I did burn out actually when I was in corporate, but anyway, that's another story. But I think you, you do have to always, because I think in business, it's so easy to get so focused on the baby that you forget about you. Mm-hmm. So how have you found that balance? <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I didn't at all. You're, you're talking to a woman that was crying in Ikea in my meatballs at one point. I, the oh, pressure, I have to go through the, the amount of times that I would just hang up the phone in my car and I just, I'd, I'd cry just to relieve the stress. And the, I, I'm a great believer in crying, by the way, because Agreed. I think a cloud can only hold so much water before yeah. it needs to rain. I, if you just need to get that feeling off your chest where, and majority of the time, I'll be honest with you, I haven't got great patience level. And it was frustration rather than anger or it was frustration that things were not going the way me, I decided they should go. Oh, this makes so the, much sense. The frustration, I'd, I'd hang up the phone and I'd just, through frustration, cry. And then I'd breathe and I'd pick up the phone and I'd, you know, whatever problem had just been landed on my lap that I hadn't created, um, I would take a deep breath and then I'd work out how I'd problem solve it and get the business moving again. But when you told somebody to, you know, this is how it would be, and we'd try and make as clear a plan as we could, and people would just deviate where they like, and then you have to fix it again. I found that very frustrating because I think, why? Yeah, you know, you yeah. can't buy time. You can't buy no, time. No, this and is I, true. So it was more, um, yeah, it was, I did nearly burn out loads of times, loads of times, because I was working at a pace that um, I was communicating with countries around the world. So I get up knowing that China was awake or America was awake. Or, so my day, I was doing sales um, talks on Zoom at 10 o'clock at night yeah. and you know I'd start at half eight at night yeah. and I'd sit in my study with the ring light and the thing and hi hi and you have to have the energy yeah. of 10 o'clock in the morning but you've already put in your full day tough you either want to sell it or you don't yeah. that that was my uh, concept of it um but yeah I never burnt out loads of times loads of times um and I luckily have a, a very supportive family and um Sometimes my husband would see that I was that close and he'd just, you know, take me away for a weekend or something oh, and, and then tell my, you know, tell Rachel, don't ring her, don't ring her this weekend or something. And it's very hard to switch off when you're still in the environment you're in. But if you just take a night away somewhere and, you know, someone hides their phone, um, you can actually switch off. And I think that's really important, actually, because I think... You know, and I, and I get you, and I, and I do think as an entrepreneur, you know, you've you've got this mind and you've got this spirit that will that you know, because there are some people that some people are more prone to burnout mm-hmm. than others, and and I think a lot of that though has to do with I do think you've got a higher threshold when it when you are being motivated and inspired and you're doing something that's aligned with your values, and this is why you know, but I, I also do think we do have to be careful as business owners, like you say, because I think you know sometimes. It, you know, you you'll get to a point, but I think having a having a regular kind of like say a night away, mm-hmm. you know, every even more simplistic, just go for a walk yeah. outside. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. While there's daylight as well, I think you know if, if things Almost are getting said, to you, yeah, go outside in the daylight where there's no roof, there's no ceiling, there's no people, and just breathe. And and like no music, nothing. Just go for a walk yeah. for five minutes. And I'm not being funny. If your business can't spare you for five ten minutes, then 
you're on thin ice anyway. So just go out at lunchtime, get away from your desk, leave your phone at your desk, go for a walk. And when you come back, you've breathed fresh air. And this you're is what shoulders. I did today and Paula turned up early. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, if you're not early, you're late. No, I, I turned up a lot early. I the wrong time. Very eager. <laughs> no, it's fine. It worked out fine though, didn't it? But no, I agree with you. And but I, and I, I think my point there is more, you know, a lot of people will think I've got to have, a, you know, I've got to take two weeks off and go on holiday. I've got to take a month off. Well, no, if you just plan in a night away, some time away from your desk, if you plan in short, regular things, you're going to rejuvenate quicker or oh, better. Way, way better. I think it, somebody told me once, um, what makes you smile? And if it makes you smile, just do it in small drips. So yeah. buying yourself that cheeky little coffee or, you know, go and feed the ducks or whatever it is that actually gives you a little glow. You know, don't, you don't have to tell people that's what it is that gives you a glow. You know, oh, a yacht in the Caribbean, okay. <laughs> that, that really makes me glow. Um, just whatever makes you happy, just do it in small bits and you'll just be topping up your bucket because we're so busy looking after staff and we're so busy looking after bills and business deliveries and all the import, export and all these things. If just you. What makes you just little drops of happiness? Yeah, really important again. And I had a word with myself recently, actually, um, because, yeah, I was, I was working quite hard. Um, and I've been honest, I've shared this on social media. And um, I think I remember sitting down one day and thinking, oh, bloody hell, I've worked quite a lot this, you know, this last couple of weeks. And I thought, I didn't do this to not have some enjoyment and pleasure mm. out of life. You know, so it's like, so, you know, I just took a couple of days off and it was like, and I felt, and I came back so much more motivated, so much more refreshed. You're far more productive. So sometimes people are busy being busy. Yeah. Not productive, just busy. And I think sometimes, especially if you're going through a bit of a rough patch in your business and, you know, things aren't going as good as they were, you, you think, all right, well, I'll double down and I'll work a little bit harder and then it'll be okay. And it's not the like that. I found that. Yeah. You know, you look at Tesco, you look at McDonald's, it it does this. It, you know, it goes up and down time and time again. Actually taking a bit of a break and thinking and actually revisiting in your yeah. books what's successful for you. What what was successful last year, year before? Go back and find the spirit you had there and then bring it forward again. And it's all about energy. Oh, hundred percent. All about energy. And if you're not, and if you're not taking that time and if you're not, and this is, and I think you're totally right because I've made this mistake massively where things will go quiet and I'm like, I've got to, I've got to work myself into the ground. I've got to kill myself mm. by doing it. And if anything, that did my um, business. It makes you feel worse. Well, it did my, yeah. And it did my business an injustice because when you feel worse, you're putting out energy that you're just pushes like, people away. Yeah. yeah you you're know? Just, you're and just, you're becoming almost desperate. Yeah. And it's, and then it, and then it's self-feeding, yeah. whereas just stepping back, having a look. It's so easy for me to say now because I'm not in the thick of it. When I'm in the thick of it, you couldn't tell me this. You just couldn't tell me this because I was busy and I did. Oh, I haven't got time for this. I mean, we were doing fine, don't get me wrong. But there was times where it was we were putting in loads and loads of effort and yet the profit margin wasn't as good or the expenses were way more than you know we were yeah. making and it just didn't make sense and I think it, sometimes you throw more money at things thinking that that well that will generate more it's not the case at all you just sometimes have to stop take a look put yourself above it take a look at the whole thing look at what was successful look at what what why was it successful did you enjoy doing it 
who did you involve at the time? Did you have energy with this other company or this other person? Or and that's where you get that that success from. So success comes in different formats, and it's not all numbers. Um, you have, I mean, you you need to make money. Obviously, to have a business, you have to make money. That's but it's it not a dirty word. No, it's not a dirty word. Otherwise, there wouldn't be so many businesses. Exactly. Um, and it gives you a nice measurement of success. But if you're, if you need to break and just realign yourself and relook at things and actually decide, is this the road I want to take? Is this the journey I want to take? Am I happy with where this is leading? And if you're not, go back to where you were happy and just change it slightly. It's, it's all mindset. It's, yeah. It's a long road. Life is a long road. Um, as long as you can cover your bills, you're doing fine. Yeah, I said that the other day, actually. Yeah, as long exactly. as you cover your bills, you're fine. Yeah. So exactly. keep your bills low. <laughs> and, then, and then you have freedom. If anything else is a and bonus. Then, and then you have freedom. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Downsize. Yeah. <laughs> I hope my Lamborghini is all right inside. So it's okay. It's fine. I don't have a Lamborghini. <laughs> she could. I couldn't even spell it. <laughs> Oh, as long as it's pink. I saw I saw an amazing pink Lamborghini in in London the other week. It was like metallic pink. I was like, wow, yes. Yeah, you, I'm, I'm not even a car person. You'd be driving like, don't look at me. Yeah. Don't stop looking at me. <laughs> I'd have the big shades. Anyway, um, yeah. So yeah, no, that is that is super powerful. And I think you know it's all about definitely kind of having your vision, having your goals, but going with the process as well. And one thing I think I've found as well is that when you can get so, if you get too stuck in it and too stuck on um, on your goals without thinking outside the box, you can miss what the universe is mm -hmm. sending to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. That... There's, you have to stay open to all opportunities. And some, I mean, you know, we did all sorts. When we were building our business, we went to anywhere people would have us, we were there. And we were talking about it and we went to a farmer's market trying to sell glitter that did is we did a few but that is the definition of optimism right there and um, we went anywhere and everywhere just because we knew we had to work hard um and but we enjoyed it and i think rachel and i have a good energy together and she's a really good soul i call her my work wife and she calls me we're married and um so actually doing it together was fun it was yeah. really fun and we had a lot of we had a lot of fun. We had tears as well. It wasn't all great, but majority was brilliant. Yeah. And, and there was lots of parties and stuff, so that was great. Um, and Can't be at a party. Oh, well, I've got a couple coming up, actually. Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, but, yeah, it, it's Yeah. I can't even remember what I was just saying. Sorry. Just we, talking about being open to opportunities. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah, opening a bag of crisps, as I say. We'd be there. No problem. You never know. You never know who you meet. So I went to a business meeting in Lincoln and I was sat at this business meeting. It was really interesting. It was really good. But the guy next to me, I started talking to him and then we realized he had a skill set I needed within my business. And I had been searching in London and everywhere. And I sat next to him. And he had the skill set I was looking for. And he was sat next to me. So he actually, it was all to do with safety and um, getting... Um, Oh, American allowance to sell in America and all the safety that went with all the cosmetic products and getting FDA approval and all of these different things. Yes. And he was sat next to me in Lincoln. Wow. And yeah. a really nice guy and super intelligent. And I was glad to have him on that my team. Is, that was the universe doing its work. And then once I finished my 
project with him. I introduced him to somebody else and he got more business from just that sitting next to each other. Relationships, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, yeah. relationships and talking to people mm -hmm. and like you say, being open because the universe is bringing you stuff all the time. What was it they said? I read something yesterday and it's so true. Um, you know, the what is it? Something like the teacher will come or the master will come when the student is ready or something like that. And I think... Oh, I might have missed him. Everything kind of has it has its way, I think. Yeah. No. We, and we have... We have to trust in that a little bit more. And that's something I think that I always struggled with. I think because I had a lot of, you know, I had a lot of trauma growing up and eating disorder and, you know, um, abuse and, and things like that. So I, I became very control controlling about things. So I wouldn't let kind of, I was like, right, I'm going to achieve this. I mean, don't get me wrong. It proved to me that, you know, visualization works because it was like, this is what I want to happen. This is going to happen. But I was so rigid in it. This is why I ended up in a toxic marriage. It's why, do you know what I mean? I ended up chasing things that I thought I wanted, but I, if I'd have just gone with the flow a little bit, I would have realized, do you yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. so that's what I'm learning now. And that's why the business, like you said, you've got to constantly be evolving with business. You've got to constantly be open to new ideas. And yeah, I'm, I, I think- I think super... surround yourself with people that have energy as well. Yes. Um, if you surround yourself with people that aren't enjoying their life, which oh no don't do that it it drains you yeah. it absolutely drains you i je i definitely get my energy from people and the more uh the, well we talked about this before about um being part of a team yeah. and being part of a positive team you look forward to going to work in the morning you're two stepping up the stairs to get into work because you enjoy being in there um, that's why i'm so you, passionate about team development you know when you're in a bad job you know because you, like you know when you're unhappy but you never really truly realize when you're happy until you're not. So if if you're not unhappy, you're happy. So enjoy it. Yeah. That's but yeah, right it, I um I think you you know, I'm an optimist. I, I am very grateful for the life I have. I'm just grateful for being alive. It's nice. <laughs> um because there's people that were far more intelligent and better and greater than me that didn't but get to your didn't get to their forties or their fifties. I I'm grateful to be on the planet and I intend on partying for the rest of the time Good. that I'm here. Party after this. <laughs> so I've got I have got another question um for you kind of before we kind of wrap it up. What is the because I was gonna ask you about top tips, but you've shared so many tips there, so many valuable tips. But I do want to ask you, what is the one most important thing that you've learned about you on this journey? One most important thing about me. Um, that's, oh, that's a deep question. It is that's a deep question. That's a deep question. Ooh, you could have warned me. You could have warned me. You could have warned me, Rebecca, about that one. Um, what was the thing about me? I think, um, go on. I deliver. Mm -hmm. I deliver. I think if you task me, I deliver. In my work capacity, that's what I've learned about me. If if I if you set me a task or a goal, or I set myself a task or a goal, uh, when we dish out jobs, I'll deliver. I I if it's achievable, if it's not achievable, I'm, I'm not climbing Everest or anything <laughs> no, like that. No, not no, doing no. that. If it's an achievable goal, I will achieve. Yeah, and I have great faith in that ability now before I always thought it was luck 
And it wasn't until someone pointed out to me, you can't be lucky all the time. You are, you're focused and you're doing it. And I actually appreciate that I can focus and do it. And yeah. And we need to celebrate that, Paula. I think, I love how it took you a while to I think about it. No, 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 I do love that because I think that, that adds another dimension to it as well. Because I mean, I'm sitting here and I'm going, there's a million things. You, you spoke to me earlier as well about how you've realised that, you, you know, little things like you need to be, you need to be busy, you need to be inspired, you need to be motivated, you know, you get your energy, like you said, but going back to what you said about you used to think it was luck, I think as women, sorry to take it on this tangent, but as women, I think we are often conditioned to not sing our own praises, to think that this just happened because of luck, or this just happened because I was in the right place at the right time. No, it happened because you're a resilient, strong, determined woman who took the steps to do it. Yeah. People will say to me, oh, look at her. You know, she's got this, she's got... You know what I mean? I only feel like at 42 years old, I'm only just starting to feel like everything, all shit that I've been through mm. has happened for a reason and now it's my time. You're here. Do you know what I You're mean? You're here now, you've arrived. And it's, yeah, and yeah. it's because I've been... I'm lucky, it's because, you know, because of who I am and what I've done and it's just the same. So I've, I've been lucky, I've been part of teams where I'd like to think there isn't, um, oh, she's a woman you're a man all of that as a team we combined and we got the job done now the irony is beauty boulevard was all female sorry but it was and we were don't worry i've got, I've got a couple of boys who'll come to sweep the floor don't worry <laughs> there, it was all female it wasn't we tried hiring men and it didn't work it didn't i don't know why it didn't work we did try but majority well all our team was female and they were dynamic and uh, there's young girls that work for me and they've gone off now uh, and they're just taking over the world. And I kind of think as a an employer as well, you can only hold your staff for a while. You can, and it's within your power to train them and look after them and focus them as well. When they're thinking, oh, I can't do that. Fine, don't do it. But don't, you're not getting paid. <laughs> okay, fine, I'll do it. Okay, then go do it. Um, no, you can, you can inspire people and you can, build them and I know in my heart of hearts how many um like apprentices I've taken on and you teach them and you learn them and you give them good code of conduct and morals and integrity integrity is very important don't make slapdash decisions that will come back and bite you for years it's like marrying it's... the wrong man <laughs> sorry, sorry. Well, I'll, I'll try not to but it, right. um the apprentices as soon as they evolve and they become their own people their own men their own women they're gone so this I, is leadership i to a I, but i don't i don't do it i do it for my business i put my best into them so i get the best from my business but i do it for them as well because it's only right that you look after people it's only right that you you know help them be the best version of them that they can be and i'm not talking training all the time or things you but the if you know, if you've got good morals, you haven't, don't tell them anything. But if you've got what I class good morals, then pass them on. And... It's about character building, isn't yeah. it? Oh, character yeah. development. And I love, you've encompassed everything that I talk about when I'm in a business. It's about, if you're, you've got a leadership team, you've got, you know, um, code of conduct, whatever. If your values are true and, you know, you've got your people. Don't get me wrong, business is about making money. Business is about profits. Of course it is. But you cannot ever put profits before your people, I think. And it's not always about putting people before profits, but it's at least seeing them on the same. So if you look after the people, and I'm not saying, like, you know, 
cuddling them or <laughs> whatever, buying them dinner all the time or things like that. But just being steady, like, you know, if they're getting on your nerves and they're doing something wrong, pull them up. If they're That's not, the thing I wanted to if make, they're not, yeah. give them praise. You don't have to praise them all the time either. Just treat them steady and consistent. And you, have you'll, actually, you'll actually have a better business because when they're happy, they will be more productive. They'll be more incentivized to do it but um yeah I'm, I... and one thing as well that I always um notice as well is that when you because I, I a lot of the businesses that I work for the CEOs you know the business owners they're like I can't give this away because no one's going to feel about it the way I feel about it and I'm like but if you focus actually on creating that culture where people do feel a part of it mm-hmm. that's going to be alleviated mm-hmm. you know so it's very hard though it's very hard when it is your baby it is hard and your team grows and you have to but if you want to dish- have an impact on the world you've got to realize that you are not the most important person in it 100 100 percent. boy it hurts like yeah, yeah. mad it it really hurts when so i've sold my business now i'm, I'm still a shareholder but i've sold and um, me and rachel have sold the business a few years back and i disagree with some of the decisions that were made the management decisions the PR decisions the marketing decisions the sales decisions and I tried speaking up and I tried saying look I know I'm only a small shareholder now but this is not true to brand this is brand you know it's not brand continuity you're confusing the customer because what what was true is not true now and they didn't change it and you could see a decline because when you're true and honest, if you chase the money, just the money, it's limited. It's, it's so good. limited. Yeah. And, and, and you'll catch it and there'll be no more. That's it. But if you chase the building and the brand and the, you know, really own it, you'll be fine. And that's why it's hard to give it up yeah. because it runs through your, it just runs through you, it runs through your veins. And it's very hard when people, Unless you surround yourself with a team that love it as much as you do, which I'm not sure if it's possible. But if if they, if you do, if they have the same passion and they have the same input and they have the same determination, you'll be fine. But I think as a CEO or an owner, you need to reduce your expectations and then you'll accept. The- what do you think? I think that's a point point because I do think that, you know, not everybody, people can still do an amazing job. You know, but they don't have to share your same passion. They don't, but they can still do a, a bloody amazing job. Yeah. And I think we need to remember that. And there's nothing wrong with our people having boundaries oh, and not even breathing. I know. encourage it. But what I'm saying is from the point of view of the person who is building it, there wasn't enough hours that they could have worked for me. Not at all, because there wasn't enough hours for me. And you kind of have this mindset, well, I, I want to stay later. And they're like, we've got lives. We're, and they're damn right. They're completely right. They have a life to lead. You're paying them for a certain amount of time. They go home. They're fine. They can switch off, go to the gym, go whatever. Just because you want to sit there till 11 o'clock at night doing something because you're enjoying it doesn't mean everyone has to stand and do exactly. it with you. But yeah, that's why it's hard. It's very, I, I feel business it. This is hard. Yeah. This is hard. And I think growing a business, you were talking earlier about, you know, franchising and stuff like that. But anyway, that's another topic because we are going to have oh, to. Oh, we can do a franchise. Yeah. You, what's the future hold? So, um, I love, I love the hair and beauty salon. I love it. It's 
the easiest part of my life. It's like a social life. It's fabulous. You go in, you know, chatting to everyone. We know all the customers and it's lovely. I love it. Um, but I am, I am, I do miss more of the, the front facing, like the public speaking and the, you know, delivering, you know, um, courses or things like that. So I'm actually working on another business at the minute that we are building a kind of like a, a training business. Um, me and me and uh, my other business partner, we've been working together for about three, four years. And we've been, you know, working on and off for about three or four years. And we've got the same sort of synergy. Um, and it's it's more, again, from passion, this kind of role to do something that, you know, gives us that pause again, that kind of, that's what I'm chasing. So I'll keep you posted. It'll, yeah, it's, definitely. It's brewing. It's in the pot. We'll have it's it brewing. when she's launching that. We'll have her on again, definitely. But in the meantime, if anybody is local, Make sure you get down. Actually, I'm going. I'm popping in next weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Hair salon. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> it's a kid-free weekend. So it's, yeah, know. and it's hair and beauty and the content. Yes, thank you. So do do go check it out. And of course, I'll be giving five star reviews when they've sorted my. <laughs> sorted me out. <laughs> sort your anyway, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I think You're that's been well. an amazing podcast. So much food for thought and so many insights there. And your energy and your passion you know is is incredible so yeah thank you so much um make sure that you do a good job of my hair next week and please do come back on and let us know about your new business you're very welcome thanks for having me thank you and that's a wrap thank you so much for listening we really hope that you enjoyed the show and if you did please do like comment and share with your audience if you would like to know more about how i am championing and implementing fearless workplace well-being one bold step at a time then please do connect with me on linkedin or on any other social media channel using the hashtag rebecca healed leadership You can also email me, rebecca at rebecca-healed.co.uk or you will find me at www.rebecca-healed.co.uk. Thank you again for listening and I hope to see you next time.